welcome to your favourite teacher. Um, we're here today with one of my very good friends, Holly. Hello. Hello. Uh, and we're going to talk about um, what Holly does and why it's so important and just look at a little bit about her. So, so uh, tell us what you do. So I work as a personal trainer, but I run my own business. I'm not part of any gym. I travel to people's homes and I train them outdoors. Okay, so, yeah. that's exciting. <laughs> In a nutshell. Yeah. Um, and you didn't go to university, did you? No. So when I was at school, I was always into sports. I was always part of all the sports teams. And uh, it was very... Yeah. <laughs> I was that kid that just was in every sports team. Loved it. And from like the age of 14, it was always, I knew what I wanted to do as a career, which I know is very unusual. Yeah, that's really rare. Mm, yeah. why, why do you think like you were just so dead set on it? I think as a person, I'm quite competitive. And especially within myself, I like to be almost the best at what I do. And because I was so good at like the sports and the fitness side of things, I just thought it makes sense for that to be my career. My parents always told me, to whatever I do, to be passionate about what I do. And they were brilliant in the fact that they helped me to pursue a career that I actually loved, yeah. rather than one that perhaps just paid the bills. Yeah, so. I, I think that is the key, isn't it? Like, yeah. the, Monday, the Sunday night dread that you get if you're stuck in a job that makes you feel unfulfilled once that's gone it's just a complete game changer so you never did anything you never did anything different from when you finished school no exactly so I've always been in the health and fitness industry since I was 16 and as you were saying the reason I didn't go to university was mainly because I knew for me what career I wanted to do I find a lot of young people these days go to university because they're not sure of what they want to do yeah it buys you some time it gives you a bit more time to figure out who you are what you want to do and I looked at all the different alternatives I could have gone to university and studied sports science, and that would have taken two, three years. How did you train? How did you qualify? Yeah, the so that you need to do. What I decided to do instead was me and my dad looked around all the different courses, and we decided to do after my PGCSE. I got all my results. I'd done quite well, and my my teacher said, "Oh, you should do A levels." But I thought, you know what? I just want to work and I just want to get into it and also I want to see if I love it because the thing was even though at a young age I thought that's a career I want I wasn't 100% certain that that would definitely be what's right for me yeah so I basically did an intensive apprenticeship okay and the apprenticeship was the best thing I ever did it was over I think it was about six months um compared to the two-year college course and basically that meant it was in a classroom for four weeks and then in a gym for the rest. Okay. So obviously you've got the Where practical Where did you find side. out about that? Because I just would never know. Yeah, no. Know. Um, it was actually at school. A right. lot of the PE teachers gave different options, obviously. And then we also went to Oakland's College and they had a lot of information there on apprenticeships. Okay. Um, which was brilliant. Um, but yeah, it took a lot of research, to be honest. I think that's something that um, schools, some schools can certainly lack, yeah. is you're kind of pigeonholed into um, academics. Yeah. And I know certainly I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have known of a single alternative to going to university. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was, you go to university and then you figure out what you're going to do. And for yeah. some people, they are just ready. Mm-hmm. And like my, my boyfriend didn't go to university and he says it's the best decision yeah. because he was able to get on that career path exactly way earlier yeah. than his friends yeah. Yeah. who who were just kind of messing around and floating around and not really knowing what to do mm. um so you liked PE in, PE in mm-hmm. school what was your favorite sport do you think 
So, it's funny actually, because my favourite sport changed throughout time, throughout the whole time I was there. I would say probably netball and tennis I loved throughout my whole school year. And then I got very passionate about hockey. Okay. Loved hockey. But I, I, I feel like you yeah. I can see liking <laughs> hockey, like giving someone a whack if Loved they've annoyed it. you. Yeah. We used to play a lot at um, Clarence Park, which is the park quite near us or on the Astro pitch, and um, I was quite known to be good at that one. It's just, well, yeah, slightly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could stop a ball. <laughs> um, what made you decide to to start your own business and what age were you when you started your own business? Yeah, so that for me came very quickly after I started working at the Fitness First near me. I realised straight away I didn't want to be in a gym environment. And actually, that was a big change in my whole outlet. For me, I love fitness because I'm passionate about it and I love exercise. What I don't like about fitness is all of the pressures of looking good and eating a certain way and taking selfies of yourself in the gym. It's very intimidating, that gym environment. Yeah, can be quite egotistical. Egotistical, 100%. And I'm obviously very competitive in myself, but I don't like that environment where you're constantly comparing yourself to others. And I feel like a gym slightly pushes you into that. I know, I was 16 years old, I stepped foot in a gym, and all of a sudden, even though I could run miles and miles, I thought I was the most unfit person in the world. And it really, really put a downer on my whole outlook of what fitness was. But I know then that I realised it wasn't that I didn't want to be in fitness, it was that the gym environment wasn't for me. And that's not saying that it's wrong to be in a gym or anything like that. If it works for you and you can get to the gym and you enjoy it, then you do it. Um, I first set out wanting to be a class instructor, not a personal trainer. Okay. Because I loved doing exercise classes. And then I soon realised actually stuff like spinning wasn't for me (laughs) so you know I realized after that that I wanted a wider range of things I wanted to do all sorts of different activities now you don't just do one-on-one training Mm -hmm. you you run boot camps as well don't you so I guess you get to enjoy that class motivation exactly do you know what for me I have the best of both worlds. I always wanted to do classes because I love having that. You know, we people come to my boot camp and they have so much fun. They make friends for life yeah. and you have a giggle, but you're also doing the training. Yeah. And so it's a really nice environment to be around. Um, how, how do you stay motivated? Because I mean, like it's mm-hmm. a day like today, it's miserable outside. And I know that you, you start your... I mean, your day is just disgusting. <laughs> it's like five o'clock starts and 8, 8 p.m. finishes. What makes you stick with it? Yeah. So do you know what? It isn't always easy. But for me, I always remind myself of why I did it back when I was 14, 16. And I used to help people at school when they would run in the cost country. I used to go back when I'd finished it and help people finish through the race and that feeling of helping someone and Aww. seeing that they'd achieved so it. So corny. Was, I know it's so cringy, but it was just the best feeling. No, I... I, I and mean, I'm I lucky. Know. You know, every day I see every different type of person from all different walks of life. Personally, for me, I think I have one of the best jobs in the world almost. Yeah. Because I get to see... I go from somebody who might be a world-class doctor to somebody who's a lawyer to a mum that's struggling with three kids to somebody who's trying to start out in a career to a young person. Do you see what I mean? So you're around such a variety of people. It's never boring. Well, no. I I, I mean, we we actually met um, because... (laughs) 
you trained my father. Yes. So my father, my, my dad, um, he definitely won't be listening to this. <laughs> so um, it's safe to say that he's on the large side. He enjoys double cream and double helpings of red wine each, each evening. Um, but I, he was bought a block of your sessions. Yeah, I think it's like was. a torture session at, at Christmas. Um, and it was like a cruel joke from, yeah. from his partner. Um, but then obviously it started this yeah, great friendship. Exactly. What's your um, hardest type of client? Yeah. So that is really easy for me. It's people that are quite negative okay. and particularly towards their outlook on exercise. Unfortunately, a lot of people obviously come to wanting a personal trainer because they've had a bad past experience with trying to, let's say, lose weight, which is one of the most common goals you get for personal training. Um, And unfortunately, they might have tried before, spent quite a lot of money, tried all these different avenues, and nothing has worked. And in their personality, they can then be very negative towards it and just instantly hate it from the outset. And that's quite a hard client to deal with because you really takes time to push through that barrier for them to trust you to actually realise that you're there to help them and I want to help them. You know, I don't want to just take their money. I want to help them to have a healthy lifestyle for the rest of their life. But they see me as just another, almost another way of getting, taking their money away from them. Yeah. Somebody that's just a money making scheme and out to get them when really that's complete opposite. You know, I have actually stopped working with people before where we don't click because it massively, you need to click with your personal trainer. All I would ever say to anyone is if you do ever want a personal trainer, find somebody that suits you and that you can open up to. Um, what's your favourite? So you you obviously are quite active. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen how you eat, so you don't like <laughs> stay like that through sitting still. No. What's your favourite type of training, if you were to... Yeah, so I, I love cardio, which is a big one that lots of people don't love. I have a v- big passion for running. <gasps> Can we just... Yeah. The breaking news. The breaking news is, that unfortunately, over years and years of running and injuries, I have been told that I really need to stop running which is a massive impact on my life now, particularly because I specialise in marathon training. So obviously that's a majority of my clients. Well, this is, co- this <clears throat> is something that's actually important because you can, you can do something in your business and you can be good at it and you can get used to mm-hmm. doing a certain thing. Yep. And now you're going to have to mm-hmm. revisit yep. um, what... I know you've literally only had hours to digest this news, but what other avenues might you take now instead of marathon training? Yeah, so there's a variety of things, that, to be honest with you, that I'll definitely look into. I've always been quite passionate about the idea of looking into things like triathlons, which oh, wow. I realise the running side is out of it. But I'd love to get better at cycling, and I'd love to get better at swimming. Two sports that I always put on the down... Like, never did them because I loved running so much. Yeah. Um, so you're seeing it as a so way maybe to that. look at something new. Yeah, I also am really interested, I haven't even told you this yet, but in doing some sort of martial art maybe Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is something I I see all over Instagram it's a form of martial arts basically there's all different ones Um, but it's a brilliant cardio you can't see but Holly's doing little like kung fu movements (laughs) I basically want to be a ninja yeah well good luck with that thank you um have you any workout secrets or anything that you can share um, for, obviously, you know, having a personal trainer is quite an elite thing. You've mm-hmm. got to be making some money yep. to be able to afford someone like you. So yep. for our listeners for free, can we get some tips? Of course. Your biggest thing that a lot of people never think about is your daily activity. 
your they call it your neat so it's basically the exercise that you do throughout your day which isn't involved in your gym session so walking yeah anything from being around the house hoovering to going out and doing a a 10,000 steps as they say now what your daily activity does is makes a massive impact on the amount of calories that you burn so it is so key to try and move as much as possible when you're training. Do you recommend things like Fitbits? Are they Definitely, yes. Like you can get all sorts of apps. Fitbits are brilliant because you can see your steps. I try not to get too um, worried about exactly how many steps you're doing a day because people I mean, Matthew, will walk around their living room. <laughs> Matthew does. If he yeah. gets, if he hasn't like met his quota to get, so he we have like Vitality Health Insurance, and if he hasn't met his quota to get his free coffee, yeah. then he'll just go and take the dog on another walk yeah. at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> what are you doing? It's pouring with rain. Gotta get my steps in. <laughs> yeah, um, which is brilliant, and that is the whole point of it. But there, there is more to it. <clears throat> Um, now you were telling me um, when you were telling me last week um, that because I was saying that mm-hmm. I was struggling with with my fitness a bit um, and wanted to get fit for summer and you know all the usual yeah. nonsense. Um, and you were saying I shouldn't beat myself up because women and men train very differently. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I think that's something that no one really knows about. Yeah, of course. So for a man compared to a woman, um, our body types are completely different. Women are put on this earth to reproduce. So we are born with a high percentage of fat in our body. So it is going to be... Sorry, ladies. <laughs> I know, it's a shame we get all the bad things happen to us, but... It's going to take almost 50%, it's going to be 50% harder for a woman to lose weight than it is for a man. And for women, we store weight in all the areas that you don't want to store weight in. Yeah. And that is the most frustrating part for exercise, which is why I almost mainly train women because I understand that a woman training is completely different to a male's training. And you can never liken yourself to a man if you're a female because it's going to be completely different. Yeah. You know, what you do, let's say two people ate the exact same diet and did the exact same exercise the female still would never be able to be as fit as the male We're unless she's doing more. clinging on to those fat particles. We are. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about social media. You've recently mm-hmm. joined social media. Yes. You avoided it for like, a long time. for yep. a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, why did you avoid it? For me, again, I feel social, social media has played a part in why fitness is not seen as it used to be. Fitness should be something that's attainable for everyone. And unfortunately, social media has made it seem as though it's only attainable for those that go to the gym, have protein shakes, and wear nice leggings. Do you know what I mean? I mean, (laughs) don't knock the matching outfits. (laughs) No, matching outfits are great, don't get me wrong, but... I you know, know what you mean. unfortunately, and I never wanted to be in an environment where I was constantly worried about how many likes I got, how many people were viewing my profile. The only reason I'm using that platform now is I see that to have a business, it is is very very important to be on social media platforms. Yeah. Do I ever want ten thousand followers? To be honest, no. You and don't that's really care, why do I don't. I really don't care. I do care. So you can <laughs> so... Um, follow me at your favorite teacher. <laughs> do you know what for me I like a place where my clients can look see different workouts 
you know, and if they like seeing all these things on my social I, media I platforms, love, I'll do it. <laughs> I love your social media largely because it features me a lot yes, of the time. Because you're the only one that will happily feature. <laughs> so we do our collie workout. We do. <laughs> um, so if you want to check those yeah. out. Um, now, one of the things I remember us having a conversation, because you are at the stage of your business where yes. <laughs> it is too big for you to handle on your own. Mm-hmm. And you look for employees. Correct. What do you look for in an employee? The biggest thing... What's a a no-go zone? Yeah. Um, The biggest thing for me is somebody that is passionate about exercise. A massive no-go, and I feel a bit bad saying this, but is any personal trainer that cares too much about their training over their client's training. Yeah. Now, I understand they want to be fit. Don't get me wrong. We all do. If you're a personal trainer, you, you know, you need to be at a certain level of fitness. But... If you're going to be cancelling a client or if you're going to be really making sure your training goes above your clients, then you've really got it all wrong. Yeah, you shouldn't um, <laughs> be on Instagram in no. when you're training a client, taking exactly. a selfie of your own six-pack. Exactly. No and I cares. think that is the biggest thing that I don't want. <clears throat> okay. Um, what about um, any apps? Are there mm-hmm. any apps that... Because I've just started using the um, Nike Run Club. Yeah, Which I really good. like yeah. because... I just get like a little badge every time I go and leave the house. <laughs> yeah, like, that's brilliant. You've done another kilometer. Exactly. That's a good app. Another one is Strava, which a lot of people use. Okay, what does that do? Um, that one maps out your runs for you. So if you go on a run, you start it and it will show you how far you've gone, what your pace was. Okay. The good thing about Strava is um, you can follow other people. So you can see how people are getting on. And now if you're somebody that's quite competitive with your friends, it's quite good to be able to see what they've done so that then you want to try and push yourself maybe a little bit more yeah or if you're somebody that prefers to do it all in secret then you don't need to follow anyone yeah but it is a brilliant way of knowing your miles <clears throat> um is there like a routine um that you can do when you're like at school because yeah. obviously the day is super busy um especially some year 11 students might be coming up to study leave and you know mm-hmm. they're supposed to sit there and be you know reading through books and highlighting and watching your favorite teacher videos <laughs> um are there what what things can can they do to break up the day yeah so obviously at school it might be a bit harder but i would definitely say revising so i remember it wasn't that long ago when i did my gcse yeah, holly's a baby <laughs> I'm by quite the way. Young. she's my youngest friend <laughs> So I remember always setting aside half an hour, 45 minutes to do like a hip workout. Okay. Basically to get my cardio up, to get my heart rate up. And it would be in my bedroom. Okay. I used to literally do an ab workout and a 30 minute sort of hip, which is lots of variety of body weight exercise. You don't need any equipment. And do you I know always what? used Can to I do that. Can I be really cheeky mm-hmm. and ask you to write one for us? Of for course. Us to on the website. More than that happy really to do great. that. Um, <laughs> so we might, we'll post that um, mm-hmm. later this week. Now, um, you're, you've got a boyfriend, lovely Ben. Yes. Um, we like him. <laughs> we Unless do. this podcast is being listened to three years down the line and he's been a bastard. <laughs> then we'll right. pretend. Yes. I'll edit it. Um, but currently we really like Ben. Yes, we um, do. Congratulations, you're nearly at your one year. We are, we are. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, do you train with him? Well, it's started recently. He is actually, he was a very good footballer when he was younger. And I think then, let's say, didn't train enough and maybe partying took over. And so now... Was it beer over running? It was beer over, definitely. And so now he wants to do football again, but he finds it very frustrating that he's obviously not at the same level that he was. 
Um, so I have been training him recently on the weekends. I set him a little workout, and we he's doing much. He's doing them with me. Let's does say. he does he enjoy working out with you? He doesn't enjoy it, but he always feels better after. Oh, but then the next day he sends me texts saying I can't move. So yeah. that's really good. Well, I, yeah, no one can ever move. <laughs> no. It's like you're pretty brutal. Um, have you broken any bones? Um, and how do you recover from injury? Yeah, so I have broken a fair few bones over how? my time. Um, on trampolines, <laughs> snowboarding, things like that. Really mature. Yeah, really mature. But to be honest with you, I've also dislocated my shoulder a fair few times but in silly ways and that's the most frustrating thing I've had all these injuries in ways that you think oh that's pretty normal you know fall off a trampoline or whatever but then I've also had lots of injuries where it's been in a really stupid way like for instance somebody slightly yanking my arm badly and then it hurt in my shoulder yeah you know I did that to my you know my sister when we were children Mm -hmm. she was like very prone to a tantrum shocking (laughs) I'm sure anyone who knows her as a grown-up it's just very hard to imagine her being demanding yeah um but I accidentally pulled her arm out of a socket yeah like when we were in the car because she was like like yanked herself back and she basically self-inflicted this huge injury pulling her arm out of the socket (laughs) I did it It was really traumatic got very upset (laughs) Um, now, um, you do lots of training for different sorts of people. Mm -hmm. How have you found training helps people who who perhaps have mental health issues? Yeah. So I train with a lot of people that have different types of mental health issues and it can be anything from anxiety to depression, low confidence, and even young girls that suffer with eating disorders. Okay. Now... I can't even tell you how big it has been to see the difference between these people from when they didn't exercise to when they do now. The results are just incredible because these people have not only got more confident in themselves, they've obviously got the self-esteem now to be able to do exercise, let's say, outside. You know, I've had clients that barely want to leave their house. Uh, because they're so worried about how they look and now they're going outside running miles you know what what i find really remarkable is so a lot of people say have have well not a lot but i've had conversations before where people have said oh should you really this is an educational platform should you really be doing things about fitness and Mm -hmm. weight loss and and actually yes because it's such a huge part of a teenager's existence when they're when you know you're going through puberty and you're coming to terms with who you are and a lot Mm -hmm. of that is how you look and how you feel yeah and I can remember myself not knowing anything about dieting Mm. and just being like I want to lose weight yeah and so I would do something stupid yeah like go on I mean mean, my friend and I used to do crash Wednesday (laughs) for Lent where we would give up solid food oh it's like the most unhealthy Unhealthy lifestyle And so actually, I do think it's really important to talk about how positive yeah. exercise is for mental health. Because 100%. It's, it's just incredible, some of the work that you do. Um, and I know even for me, like, you've mm-hmm. helped me through some, some really oh, crappy you. times. Mm. Um, but it's, like, being a personal trainer is almost like being a therapist as yeah, well. Yeah, 100%. But I would, like, say as well that 
with exercise. Don't think that exercise is just really going hardcore three, four times a week in the gym or really pushing yourself. It can be something as tiny as a 20 minute workout in your house. It will make all the difference. You've really just got to get out of the concept in your head of thinking that exercise is something that is really unattainable. Exercise can be any type of activity. If you like dancing, go and dance yeah you know if you like swimming go and swim but get it in a routine and you will see a massive benefit um we're gonna get a bit deep now and Mm -hmm. i know you don't really want to talk about this but um you've had some um challenges with um family relationships Mm -hmm. and um that's obviously something you know everyone always puts forward a very positive image and a very everything is great um, life is wonderful mm-hmm. and a lot of the time like we're like ducks paddling frantically underwater of to course, look yeah. like we're keeping calm what are some of the um, struggles that you've faced over over the last few years and, and how have you how have you channeled them into something positive yeah so I don't want to put a bad view on it but basically I was brought up in a religion which I didn't quite believe in let's say and it took me I did it all of my life it was a religion where it was kind of a way of life rather than anything else and it basically I was in it until I was 21 and then I decided that I didn't really want to do it anymore and unfortunately that's put a strain on my relationship with a lot of my family members the thing I will take out of it is the fact that I now know who I am as a person and what I want to do in my life my career and how passionate I was about it massively helped me through that hard time unfortunately now the relationship is still quite strained particularly with close family members such as my mum it's it's a shame it's hot because it, the thing is it's it's not uncommon yeah no it's and, not and religion <clears throat> is I don't want to get onto a whole religion tangent but religion is very very prominent in you know communities across the country across the world mm-hmm. and religious the religious influences of our parents and our communities can lead us down a path which we, yeah. it is very 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 difficult to question yeah it is um <laughs> and really your um watching your journey over the last few years for me as like a friend has obviously been heartbreaking mm-hmm. but so inspiring yeah. which is why i wanted you yeah, to talk about it because course. <laughs> you're here still smiling yeah <laughs> you have a happy fulfilled life i do <laughs> um and you're working on repairing those relationships now exactly and i think when i was younger it felt like i could never have left it and you know it's everyone you've ever known yeah. everyone i was brought up with we weren't really meant to have too many friends that are outside of it and so unfortunately I was really alienated and for a long time I just all I had was my clients all I had was my my career and that is what really pushed me through all of that hard time obviously my friends as well you were such an amazing help throughout everything but (laughs) she, she didn't pay me to say that but you know it was but now when I look back I can see I'm so much happier how I am now, even though it seemed like I would never get to that yeah, point. Yeah, it was a dark tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think at the time, you thought you would never be able to repair these relationships, yeah. and you are getting there. Exactly, and it is, it's a progress, work yeah. in progress. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, so what's, 
what's <laughs> in the future for you? So, obviously, I just want to continue growing as I am. Take with, over the world. Take over the world one person at a time. No, I just want to grow my team, want to help people in lots of other ways. I'd like to obviously get more online training programs for yeah. people to reach further afield. Unfortunately, I'm a bit of a technophobe, so it's going to be a very long work in progress. Yeah. But it is something I'd love to do. And, yeah, just keep basically growing my team and finding personal trainers to do the job that I do to actually help people to learn about fitness but also then pursue it for the rest of their life (laughs) thank you so much thanks so much Um, for having me yeah I mean I can't believe you found the time Um, (laughs) it's really good to have you thank you (laughs) 